What is up, what is up, and welcome back to another episode of Blood and Beer, the show where we talk blood sport and we drink beer. I'm your host, Matt, and as always, we have blood sport to talk, but we got beer to drink. We're drinking some bush lattes for the second episode in a row. We got some fun fights happening this upcoming weekend where we're going to see UFC Fight Night on Saturday, BKFC is happening on Friday night, as well as PFL, they have a regular season matchup. Um, and then Bellator has a championship fight. So we're going to get into all that as well as a little bit of what's going on around the MMA community, the UFC landscape. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. If you tuned in last week, you already know the score. It's a 10 out of 10. Bush Latte, Nectar of the Gods. And I forgot to shout this out last weekend. My wife got me a hat. Got some merch, blood, and beer. Boom, boom. So, shout out for that. But we'll go ahead and get started uh, with Bellator 282. We're just going to go over the championship fight. There's some fun names on the card, so I'm excited for it. It's going to be showtime, 9 p.m. tomorrow night. But we're going to see Gegard Musasi take on Johnny Elbin. Gegard's defending his middleweight title for the second time. Um... And Johnny Elbin, he's undefeated, but Gegard is an absolute legend of the sport. He's won championships in multiple divisions, I think all the way up to heavyweight. Now he's fighting at middleweight. Elbin, even though he's undefeated, he's a massive underdog. I don't see this going well for him. I'm seeing a knockout by Gegard just because I don't think there's anybody at middleweight in Bellator that can really challenge Gegard. But we'll have to wait and see. It'll be a fun one. That's, you know, 185. They got some power, but I just, I if Elbin wins, he's going to be shocking the world. It's going to be, I just, I, I don't see it happening. Gegard is a dog. Massive favorite in that one. But yeah, showtime, 9 p.m., so tune in for that one. And then for PFL, Professional Fight League, the only MMA league where they have a regular season playoff and a championship, they're going to be having their featherweights and their heavyweights in their second round of the regular season matchups, as well as Anthony Pettis. He's got uh, his second fight for whatever reason. He's not fighting on the same schedule as the other lightweights. We'll break all that down, or at least let you know who's fighting. So at featherweight, uh, we got Shaman Marias. He's taking on Lance Palmer. That's going to be a fun one. Um, Palmer, he's I believe he's a former champion in PFL. Or a runner-up, he's a dog, great wrestling. Whereas Marias, he's got real good striking. And I'm pretty sure he's not, not too shabby with the jiu-jitsu either. And then we have Brendan Lofnane. He made a name for himself last year in PFL. Um, he's taken on Ago Husky. I've never heard of Husky, but both these guys, I, I believe they both need a finish to be able to get into the playoffs. So we'll have to wait and see how that one goes. Another guy fighting for his playoff spot is fan favorite Bubba Jenkins. He's taking on Ronaldo Exxon. That's going to be a fun one. Jenkins has really good just striking in general. His boxing is real tight, real crisp, really great wrestling, and he, he's getting some kicks in his game too, so that'll be a fun one, I think. And then finally we have Chris Wade taking on Kyle Bochenik. Um Chris Wade, he just I believe he just dropped his fight to Lance Palmer. Not positive. He might have beat him. I can't remember. So many fights in PFL is such a short period of time. But yeah, that's what we have for the featherweights. And then the fight card is going to be headlined by the heavyweight defending champion, Bruno Capeloza. Um, a bunch of other heavyweight fights too, but I 
not a bunch of names that pop out to me. The heavyweight division over there is a little scarce. So I'm sure we'll see a lot of knockouts because PFL does incentivize knockouts with their scoring system um, where it's three points for the win and then you get three for a first round finish, two for a second, one for a third on top of your three for winning. And then, like I said, Anthony Pettis, he's got a fight coming up as well on that card. He's taking on Stevie Ray. Anthony Pettis already secured his uh, his number one seed in the lightweight division with his first round finish over Miles Price via triangle choke. Um, Stevie Ray, he dropped his first fight, so he's trying to get into the playoff picture. He's going to need five points or an uh, a pretty early third round finish to be able to uh, to be able to make it into the playoffs. So we'll have to wait and see. That's at one fifty five though. Like I said, for whatever reason. Anthony Pettis is not fighting on the same uh, schedule as the other lightweights, but once the playoffs come around, it'll all be lined. Whoa, I'll be lined right up. And then that's all we got for PFL UFC Fight Night. We have Armin Sarukian headlining against Matteo Gamrot, big favorite for Sarukian. He's a wrestler. He's got real crisp striking though. He's taking on Matteo Gamrot. Both these guys top 15. Gamrot's got great kickboxing. Um, I believe he's from Poland, but I'm not positive. Um, not positive about a lot of this. But, yeah, the card, it doesn't have a ton of names on it, but it's going to be a fun one, I think. It's just it's going to be hard to live up to the hype that the last UFC fight night gave us where we had, I believe it was eight or nine finishes on the card. It was insane. But, yeah, they're going to be headlining. In the co-main event, we have Neil Magny. He's taking on Shavkat Rachmanov, uh, Neil Magny, you know, total vet at welterweight. He's, uh, if he wins this fight, he'll hold the record for the most wins in UFC history at welterweight at 22, I believe. And for Shavkat Rachmanov, undefeated at 15-0, I believe there are 15 finishes on that. Um, dude's got insane kickboxing. He's got pretty good ground game. I think he got a submission last time out, so... Dude's taking a step up in competition. He's never fought someone of the caliber of Neil Magny. He's going to have to watch out, see if he can keep up with Magny's pace. And he really needs to stay out of that clinch because Magny, if he gets you in the clinch, he'll start landing some nasty elbows, some nasty knees. He'll cut you up. We're going to see what Rachmanov's made of, if he's ready to fight at this level, if he's going to be able to keep that undefeated record. Just wait and see. And then Chris Curtis, he's taking on Adolfo Vieira. Uh, that's going to be a fun one, I think. Battle of matchups for sure. Chris Curtis is a knockout artist since joining the UFC. He's got two fights, two knockouts. Um, both were short notice fights as well. I forget who the second fight was. Oh, Brendan Allen. He knocked Brendan Allen out after getting pieced up for a little bit in that fight. And then uh, in his first fight, he took on Phil Hawes. Got the knockout there after getting pieced up as well. He's just he's the comeback kid. Chris, the action man, Curtis. And then Adolfo Vieira. One of the best jiu-jitsu practitioners in the UFC and MMA in general. He had a great uh, jiu-jitsu record before even joining the UFC. But yeah, this fight, it's just going gonna, gonna to depend on where it takes place. Can Adolfo Vieira get him to the ground? Can Chris Curtis keep it standing up, I think? I don't see it going the distance. I, I'm pulling for Chris Curtis, but you know, jiu-jitsu, once, once he gets him on the ground, it's his world. For Vieira, at least. And then another fight I wanted to talk about was the featured prelim. It's going to be a striker's delight. You might not know the names, but Tifan Nchukwa, he's taking on Carlos Uhlberg. 
Uh, in Chequa, he's a kickboxing champ. Dude's got super heavy hands. He's six and two in MMA, but he knockout artist. Good, good kickboxing. He's taking on another kickboxer in Carlos Ulberg. Fights out of city kickboxing. He's Israel Adesanya's number one sparring partner, and he always puts on a fun fight. He's got super fast hands. He's fast pace in general until his gas tank starts to fade. Really, I don't see this fight going the distance because. Olberg, he can put it on and get a stoppage with his pace and just volume striking. Whereas Tafan and Chekwa, he can put you out with one strike and just end the night. So I'm seeing a first or second round finish for one of these guys. I just, I don't know which. And that's uh, that's on ESPN tomorrow or Saturday night. So tune in for that one. That's all we got for the oh, and then BKFC their cards on Friday night. They got a championship fight featuring Palomino, uh, Britton Hart, now Britton Beltran. She's fighting on the card. BKFC is just fun to watch. It's bloody as hell. So tune into that if you if you're not feeling MMA on Friday night. That's on the BKFC app. I think it starts at 7 p.m. And then for the news that we have going on around the MMA community, um, Nick Diaz, he's still calling for a fight so he can get out of his uh, UFC contract. He wants to fight Jake Paul after this. Dana White says that fight makes sense for him, but he's still not letting him out of that contract. Um, oof. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but we got people calling him out left and right. Uh, Kevin Holland, he's one of the names calling him out, and that would be a super fun matchup with Kevin Holland striking. Both of them are really good with jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu black belts. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with Nick Diaz. And then finally, we have uh, Jim Miller. He was supposed to take on Bobby Green at UFC 276 on July 2nd. Uh, Bobby Green got hurt, so he had to pull out of the card. Donald Cerrone, he's stepping in. He had his fight with Joe Lauzon get canceled twice, so I'm glad to see that matchup taking place. This is going to be a rematch of a fight that happened almost 10 years ago, I think, but it might not have been that long. But yeah, that'll be a fun one, I think. Jim Miller's on quite a streak. He's got two knockouts in a row right now, but he's fighting people green as grass um, that are just joining the UFC. Donald Cerrone, he's on like a seven-fight winless streak, but he's fighting some hungry up-and-comers and some of the top dogs with... You know, Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, uh, he lost to Nico Price or had a draw with Nico Price. Um, yeah, he's just, uh, uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how it goes. I'm hoping Cerrone still has it, but like I said, we'll just have to wait and see. But that's all I got for you today. Not a whole lot going on. Not a lot of names on the cards happening this weekend, but I'm sure there's going to be some action. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Matt with Blood and Beer. I appreciate you.